Listen or perish. Sacrifice your morals. Fill your brain with trash. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Trash for Brains, a podcast where we need to nitpick a movie of ours or your choosing. My name is Philip Kinney, and with me, as always, is Little Orphan Annie. What? Hello. <laughs> Why couldn't I have been like the short man or something? You want know? me to adopt you, little one? Hey. <laughs> Why not just be fucking like Tiny Tim or some shit like that while I'm at it? Nah. No. <laughs> I can't play music. No, you're just a little girl with red hair. That's rude. Oof. So I could be the, the, the tall man. AKA the short man, because I'm not as tall as him, because he was a little transgender. So, where does the transgender thing come from? Because he was disguising himself as a lady to kidnap dudes and having sex with them. I don't, it's not like he was tucking it back. Does that mean you actually are banging the tall man? That's yeah. Like, uh, all these people are banging the tall man because I don't. Well, I, well, we also don't know how many people are banging the tall man. We only saw one. Before we go any further, let's just mention that our buddy Bracey is <laughs> yeah. guest hosting this week. My ventriloquist doll, this third voice. Yeah, thank you guys for having me back <laughs> of to course. talk about one of our or one of my personal favorite movies, uh, probably of all time. Dude, That's I did not here. remember this movie at all. No. I know I've seen it, but I, I remember didn't. nothing. I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was good. The funny thing about Phantasm, I'm actually glad that Phil said that because I was thinking about that earlier today. I was re-watching it again, and I, it's, it's one of those movies that you can watch like a hundred times but it's still hard to remember because it's paced so weird. It is very strange. It's chopped up so strangely that it's, and and it has so many sequels that it's one of those movies where it's almost hard to remember sometimes. Like, did this part, did that happen in part two or was that in part one or, you know, so yeah, it's definitely tricky sometimes. I couldn't tell you anything about the sequels. Yeah. Nothing. But it is like, it has a, um, they got a sphere in them. The director cut this as well. He was the editor. Yeah, he did everything. Um, uh, And there's some, there's some really cool editing techniques that he's using. I don't know if it's because he was inexperienced. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure, but it did have a cool effect where it's almost like playing with time. Yeah. Where it's it almost did. like things like what you're watching is actually almost like slightly in the past that kind of gives that weird. Yeah. It's almost feel like kind of it. a dreamlike yeah. sense to it where, where you feel like you're like, kind of on this linear path, but then all of a sudden something shifts and you're like, Whoa, where are right. we? Like what time is this? Is this before then or after? Exactly. It doesn't yeah. really matter. You know? Yeah. You can't really tell you're right. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. And also it's just like the transitions are just like, I, we need to go do this. Bang there. Yeah. There's no like, there's no montage on right. the way. It's just sort of like, okay, we're there. Like we're going to talk about something and then immediately switch the scene to that right. thing. We're exactly. not gonna, there's no fat there. It's cool. Which Steve was saying earlier when I got here, he was saying, you know, it was a slower paced movie. And I was like, that's a good point, but yeah. it's not a bad slower pace. It's not mm. slow paced in the, in the, in the way that it's like boring. It's actually paced in a way that it's, I think entertaining from the very opening all the way to the end. Yeah. I was going to say like, this is the first time in a while we've had like such an active protagonist, like, mm. like, like, That's or if you want to, it's almost like a split protagonist. You have like him and his brother, yeah, yeah. who are essentially, I don't know. I feel they're kind of the same they entity are. because just yeah. because of the ending of the movie. 
Well, right. even, they even kind of foreshadow that. Like, remember the part where Mike goes to the fortune teller and he's worried about Jody leaving him? Right. And the lady, the, the grandmother even tells him, she's like, you have nothing to worry about. If Jody ever leaves, he will always take you with him. So it's like, it was kind of that foreshadowing. Like, yeah, he's there. They are kind of the same right. thing. They're always going to be you know, yes. together or whatever. Entwined. So, yeah. But and, uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It took me off guard because we haven't had characters like this in a while mm-hmm. in an episode we've done. Like, literally, if something's going wrong, like... He's going at it. Like, yeah. Yeah. No well, Mike, there's no like, ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's but, but, like, but, no, I'm going to fucking head on. There's a problem and I'm going to yeah. solve this fucking problem. Oh, you're talking about Jody? Both of them. All, even Reggie. I mean, all three, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they all, they're not, I mean, they, they're spooked by some of the stuff, but you never get the sense that any of the characters are truly afraid of anything. Right. They're just like, you know what? Hey, if you're going to bring it on, let's go. This you know? needs like, to be done. Yeah. 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 Like, we're going to. I gonna mean, now, granted, for me, it was like, honestly, I don't know why Mike went after the fucking tall man. He just saw him lifting a fucking casket one time. And then he was like, yo, this shit's fucked up. I mean, that is fucking crazy. Hey, well, man, maybe he was it. in a strongman competition. <laughs> well, the reason know? the reason that he started really kind of investigating it was because if you remember that the guy in the casket that he saw lift was Jody's best friend. That was yeah. that Tommy guy that dies at the beginning. That's why they were at that funeral. So I think that's, then he tells Jody and he's like, hey, you know, this is Yeah, but you know what? Like, yeah. How old is Mike I mean, supposed he would, to be? He's got to be like 13, 14, right? Yeah, he was 13. Supposed to be 13 in the movie. Okay, because you know, yeah. like, did this motherfucker go to school for fucking, you know... Espionage. Mortuary <laughs> shit. Uh, right. He's just a like, curious kid. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he's like, nah, man, funeral directors don't do this shit. I'm like, what? Huh? Yeah. I don't think it takes a genius to know that it's like, okay, I don't think you could just pick a goddamn coffin up. Right, right. Hey, hey, you strong man. You can do a lot of shit. They pick <laughs> well, up fucking logs and shit. True. You know what's funny, Steve? Actually, I was talking when I was uh, I was talking to my wife, Linda, before I came down here. She was asking me what movie we were talking about, and I told her Phantasm. She's also a big like horror fan, too. So mm-hmm. Phantasm is one of her favorites, and she's all like, Oh, Phantasm would be interesting because, and I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, because it's, she said, what makes it different from a lot of other horror movies um, is that the characters are unique in that you think you have your main hero in Jody, who's got like the, you know, the clothes, the hair, the cool car. But then basically it's like, well, fuck him. It has nothing to do with him. Now it's all about his brother and his, and his, and Jody's best friend. You know, he basically just takes a back seat and then you see the friends kind of come forward and And become the stars. Oh, for sure. And he, she's like, so that kind of is what makes Phantasm really unique. She's like, if you think back to like a lot of other horror movies, like you don't really see that as much. No, not at all. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. whoever the main person is and you run with them the whole time. Exactly. And, um, yeah. Like, yeah, it is kind of weird because you have Jody who is like this cool dude, mm-hmm. right? Which makes so much more sense, like watching the ending. He's like the hero archetype, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, this would be like a cool, like, I actually might watch this, like, rewatch in the next week or so. Yeah. Um, but like, honestly, like, Mike's actually like, I don't know, he's like riding motorcycles. Like, he he's can very use a capable. fucking gun. Like, yeah, yeah, he's like, extremely capable. Unlike, that's another he can thing. Drive, oh, yeah. work on cars. Kids in horror movies, like, okay, a lot he, of the times he can useless. work on cars, yeah. but he can't fix his bike when it goes down to the cemetery. <laughs> like, oh, what's this shit? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> no, oh, he what? gets it, he gets it running again. Yeah, but yeah. You, you never see him like, Tinkering with uh, but it, but I think uh, you see him under yeah. the car. Like I got. But this. if you <laughs> actually, what I've always taken that scene as, it's funny you brought that up. I was thinking about that today, where his bike stalls in the cemetery. I always thought it was some sort of electromagnetic thing that caused his bike to stall mm-hmm. because of that whole receiver, you know, to the gateway that was inside the mortuary. Sure. And he's driving through it, and all of a sudden the bike just cuts off. But then when he drags it out of the kind of the range of the sure, whatever, it, it comes yeah. right back on. So yeah, that's yeah. a good call. That's right kind of how I always thought of it. I but, could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. Or it could just be just 
Uh, but you know, something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, said, man, psychic. Let's, right. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get into it. Like I said, I, I'm sticking firmly with he's a transgender dimensional being. Yeah, I don't this know. This is a very progressive 1979 they don't, movie. Like, <laughs> something I actually appreciate about this movie, it really doesn't go into like what's happening. No. Or like what like, the fuck he really is. Yeah. 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 And like, it's funny because if you watch any of uh, the guy that directed Don Coscarelli, if mm. you watch any of his other movies, they're all kind of like that. Like it's sort of his style. Like I don't know if you ever seen uh, John dies at the mm. end, but it's also very like dreamlike, very oh, yeah. cut out, really out of nowhere, and like that's always been kind of his thing, and and I think he does it so well, and it's it's almost like it almost has sort of like a David Lynchian feel. Oh, to very, it too, yeah. You know? um, I was yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up, and yeah. it has that feel for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I just I like this movie. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's hard I mean, not I like, to. like it's just it keeps you entertained. Mm. Yeah, like and it's it timeless. For being 1979, like, it still works. You know, yeah, today. they were doing a lot of things that it just didn't seem like a lot of people were doing no, at right. the time. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like they were doing stereotypical stuff that would no. seem really dated or For whatever. Sure. You know, they were they were doing, like, stuff that we would normally just do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're working on their car. They're playing in a band. They're doing right. whatever. You know, nothing out of the ordinary. But what, what I want to know is, like, okay, so Tommy's the first fucking death. Yeah, uh-huh. well, that we know in the town yeah. that we yeah. know of, yeah. That, that we know of, yeah, right. exactly. Sure. And so they all chalk it up at the funeral of suicide. Your homie got stabbed in the gut, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. What was he, yeah, like I an didn't... ex-samurai, and he, like, yeah, lost Harakiri. his honor? Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand Harry Carey. Terry yeah. <laughs> you know what one thing always made me laugh and and uh one thing i always appreciated about that movie is that first scene and i forget if it was phil or steve that that you guys one of you mentioned at the beginning it's where the tall man it's when jody's walking through the thing and the tall man grabs him by the shoulder and he goes the funeral's about to start sir yeah yeah and then you see that reaction on jody's face and it's like the most genuine reaction where he turns around and he's like what the fuck <laughs> and he just goes Okay. Hey. Okay, sir. <laughs> sir. And yeah. just like walks around. I'm like, yeah, I love that part. I'm yeah. like, that's Jesus so perfect. That's hilarious. I'm like, I'm like Jesus, he has no subtlety, the tall man. He's <laughs> no. Just... <laughs> little bitch, I got a business to run, okay? <laughs> yeah. No idea how to act. Yeah, they're just like, like what the hell? Like Jody. As a person. I don't know why you're walking around this fucking mausoleum. Because your yeah. friend that you're here to witness is outside. Yeah, your parents are here, but they've been here. Yeah. You come visit him anytime of the week. We got business to run. One thing I always wanted to know a little bit more about with Phantasm, but I wish they would have expanded more on, even in the sequels, and they never really got back to it, was the whole fortune teller lady thing. And, like, the girl who could speak through her grandmother and all that stuff. Yeah. That's Did in the she first die? One. Was that? I what happened she died. She, like, freaks out at the end. or uh, It's been a couple of years, but... No, um, like, okay, in the, in the story, she walked to the door. Yeah. And then she got jerked into the door. Or whatever, yeah. Was but that like, the same girl? But it was, like... I think that was the girl. I mean, there was only blonde chick running around this besides the chick. I'm talking about like, like the grandma, but um, but the girl with the grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl yeah, with the grandma. Like the right. blonde girl that went to the. Door. I just yeah, I'd like to know more backstory on that whole thing For because sure. Mike seemed to know them pretty well. Yeah, I like how it just didn't like. Yeah, it barely phased him that like shit's like appearing. Yeah, right. He's like, oh, cool. <laughs> and what's the deal with the you know the hand in the box? Yeah. And, like, sure. Don't fear. I mean, that's what I got. Yeah, I guess. But, like, you know, Mike what's the deal with that? Starting this company yeah. in the 90s called No Fear and made t shirts about it. Because <laughs> of his yeah. fucking box. Yeah. Now he's on the back of everybody's Jeep but, Wrangler. I mean, to me, the, the whole fortune teller bullshit, it, it seemed like they were playing a hoax. Because how, like, when Mike left, the young girl looked at the grandma, and the grandma was like, <laughs> like, okay, you think this shit's a joke? Motherfucker, give me oatmeal cream pie. 
You know, like I always what? thought that like she was just laughing because she's all like, haha, you know, look at Mike like freaking out over the sure. thing. When all he could have done is just relaxed and like Unless they do that to everybody. Yeah, the yeah, box maybe thing, it's like everyone a that comes thing. in. Yeah. They're like every time a salesman bucks. comes by, they're like, yeah. Hey, come in and put your hand in this it's box. It's like one of those there. gags that kind of works for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's in the box? Your wife's head. We're like, right. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. But I also I always liked the um I mean, I'm a sucker for any movie with like interdimensional stuff, right? Sure, especially yeah. if it's done in a cool way. And mm-hmm. I thought that, like, especially when I was a kid, when I first saw Phantasm, I'm like, this is like the coolest way I've seen it done. Where it's like they had this. I love that they had like a tuning fork be the representation of like it's almost like this sound wave. Oh yeah, they can like. Yeah. I always thought that was really awesome and like really unique. And like, I don't think anybody's ever really done anything quite like it since. There's been stuff sort of like it, but yeah. I don't think ever quite as inventive. And I always thought that was really awesome how that worked. Yeah, it was really cool. And also, like, it doesn't get bogged down in details, right? No. It's just, it's visually there. <laughs> yeah, they're like, who yeah. needs backstory? It's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't need to know how this fucking works, really. Like, no. it's just cool looking. Yeah, you're just going to see this crazy stuff and have a lot of questions that don't get answered. But it's one of those movies where it's, uh, I feel like some movies you watch, you get to the end and you're like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. I feel gypped. But like in Phantasm, you're like, it's kind of okay that you don't know the answer to everything because it just sort of makes you want to think about it more, Mm want to watch it again. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, when it's done intentionally like that, yeah, it's really good. I fucking feel bad for Reggie, man. (laughs) I thought he was going to pull through. Reggie. We're talking about he did pull. I through. mean, yes, technically he does, but like, oh yeah, know. like they think he's dead. He's not dead. He comes back, yeah. and then he gets merged. <laughs> and poor like, Reggie, even even, even in the sequels, like almost every yeah. time he's about you to know? get laid, too, he always something always happens. <laughs> every single time, yeah. like he's about to get laid, like Reggie? any t- yeah, every single time, like something will always happen. Like oh yeah, yeah, he always he, gets cock blocked. All the time. Snicket, man, he's just got all these unfortunate <laughs> yeah. events. But but Reggie is the man because, and I know you guys were saying you don't really remember too much. About two, but the way to easily remember Phantasm Two is for two things, and that is number one, it's the only one where Mike's played by a different actor, so that's like a weird thing. Um, he, the regular first Mike comes back for all the other sequels, all the way up to the last. Oh, one. really? Yeah. yeah, it's the only movie where Mike's played by a different guy, and it's a guy who looks nothing like him, Damn. so it's super jarring, right? But it's everybody else guy. in the movies <laughs> is, yeah, right. He's like an Indian guy or whatever. No, but like, so there's that, oh, and the, the number two reason is Reggie's quadruple barrel shotgun in part two. He makes a quadruple barrel shotgun That's by awesome. like welding two double barrel shotguns together, and okay, I'll never so forget he, that. he makes that, but he probably couldn't make a hairpiece. Right, exactly. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, Ponytail is boss, yeah, bro. It is. He's got, that, he's got that rat tail. He's got the Hulk Hogan, son. <laughs> he's got and that he's rat tail. He's selling fucking ice cream. Ice cream. In yeah. Badass fucking ice cream truck. Oh, he's not wow, a covered man. one, man. He's just like, fuck it. You know, it's kind of, I, I got to <laughs> say, I think it's kind of a cool thing for Reggie because you got to wonder if he hadn't kind of like accidentally signed up for the job as like badass hero like what else would he have done he right. was he was like a middle-aged guy well, no. driving an ice cream truck yeah. well that's why i was gonna bring up lynch <laughs> like this is a very lynchian character yeah like he's super he he's out of place he's like, like he's happy go lucky yeah that plays guitar he has a yeah. weird he's bald and has this weird really friendly and very super open friendly. and yeah but he's also like kind of a womanizer which is weird yeah. about reggie like it doesn't it's but it, it's kind of weird because it, it, it like it doesn't fit but it kind of fits it's like mm-hmm. it's weird i don't know reggie's just like a cool character you, you know, know who he is huh he's the father of the uh brothers from killer clowns <laughs> oh yeah the ice cream salesman because they were yeah. all trying to womanize his. that's what reggie was doing yeah. he was like all right, son, let me tell you, fudge pops, chicks love them. It's like when in any Phantasm movie, it's like whenever there's a woman in it, like Reggie is going to hit on her in every movie. Does he make it through? 
Who? What? Reggie? Does he make it through the front, like the entire series? Yeah, he does. He, Holy all shit! The, well, all the way to the end. Yeah, I mean, the the ending of the last movie is sort of interpretive, so you can kind of take it a lot of different ways, and you could say like they did or they didn't. But he's but in like, all the movies. Right. Yes, he's in every single one, all the way up to Damn. the end. Damn. Yeah, and even Ravager was pretty entertaining. It's does pretty he have out a there. Ponytail and everyone. He does. Oh my god. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> Actually, he may not in the last one. I may. I think he may have snipped the. The rat tail. I don't remember. It's been. I haven't seen Ravager since it came out, and that was a few years back. Yeah, like 2016, I think. Something like that. Like this yeah. franchise, like it's got to be bigger than I thought it was. Like, there's five of them. Like it's okay. So there's five, but it's like, is this like a really well known? That's what like, I was saying. Really, to Steve like earlier. popular franchise. It should be. That's the thing with it. So it started. I mean, I don't understand. I've never understood for the life of me why the Phantasm series isn't regarded the same way that Friday. Nightmare, mm-hmm. Hellraiser, Halloween are. It, you hear it, it's always so much in the background of those. And even behind mm-hmm. like Texas Chainsaw, whatever, it's always somewhere underneath those, which I think is so bullshit because it's easily one of the best, most consistent, most interesting mm-hmm. series. And even the sequels pick up exactly where the last one left. And that's so cool, especially when five of them do that in a row. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. Across 30 years. It's yeah, crazy, like- you know? And like, no other franchise yeah, has done that. It kind of blows my mind because this movie is just well done. Yeah, and it's all like, of them are it's, pretty good. It's a well yeah. done movie that seems like there's a lot of care behind it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, man, that, I don't know. Like, I just don't hear about people talking about this fucking movie. Yeah. Or it, this franchise. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, I mean, when when uh, I remember telling Steve back when you guys first started talking about doing the podcast, I said, if you ever talk about Phantasm, like, I, I'm there. Like, I, I'm happy to spread the, the gospel of watching Phantasm. <laughs> like, if you haven't seen Phantasm yet, anybody that's listen to this watch phantasm it's one of the it's what, not only it, it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time in right. my opinion you got boy yeah watch i mean phantasm. <laughs> like why you guys like boy like but boy. not only one of the i think one of the horror greats of all time but like not just a horror film it's a really good movie period like mm-hmm. phil was saying and it has one of the most iconic villains and iconic actors playing that villain that you could ever remember he's easily one of the most memorable guys sure. if you've seen that movie you will never forget the tall man even yeah. if you've seen it one Anytime time. I see people yeah. with like his hairdo, yeah. I'm like, yo, it's fantastic. <laughs> exactly. The same <laughs> way that like Hellraiser. Dude don't even got to look like it. You yeah. sure. hair. Right. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. That's a really good point. I've never understood that because it started kind of in the same era too. I mean, it was mm-hmm. 79 as opposed to, you know, Friday the 13th was uh, 1980. Sure, man. It's like right yeah. around. Halloween was 78. It's right around uh, Black Christmas, te- Texas Halloween, Chainsaw was 76, Texas. Chain- right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's in that Tourist like five year yeah. period. So like, why didn't it? I don't know. And and they even said like if you if you hear like Angus's intro on that DVD version, um, he even says when it was released, it was like a huge success. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Globally, and it was. It did really well. And you wonder like, with the a lot of these other movies didn't do that well. Like, right. You know, they may have sold a lot of tickets, but they weren't like critically reviewed well. Right. I mean, yeah. like, you know, Siskel and Ebert and all that shit. Like, famously back in the day, like tore into like the Friday Thirteenth movies and like the of Nightmare course. movies and whatever. Yeah. But that wasn't really a thing with Phantasm, you know. So you have to wonder like why it kind of lingered in the background so yeah, long. Man. I don't know. It's something in, I don't know. I have no idea. It's weird. We'll, we'll yeah. Find out. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Like, yeah. I don't fight. Like, I didn't know shit about the series. Yeah, and the and, and that's a good point too. I mean, it's 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 one of those things where it's kind of like. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about it, so it's not one of those ones you sort of stumble into. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, I got lucky because my my best friend when I was a kid had an older brother who was in his twenties who was the biggest horror buff I had. I had you know you could ever meet in your right. life. His entire room was just you know uh, just covered shelf to shelf, kind of like my game room is, but all VHS horror films, yeah. all of it, right? And it was like 
it was like walking into this magical place when I would go nice. there. And, and luckily he was cool too. Like being that he was the older brother and, you know, sometimes there were douchebags, but he was cool. Right. And he knew I was into the stuff. So he would let me come in and like check out stuff or whatever. He would tell me about these movies and he, and anytime I go over there, it'd be 12, 13. And he'd be like, you know, have you ever seen Phantasm? And I'm like, no, nah, what's Phantasm? And then he would kind of talk it up and be like, oh man, you know, it's this great series. And by, back then that was, there was only three of them out, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I watched it then, but that was because of a guy who had already, you know, mm -hmm. seen them all up to that point and, and knew how good they were. But sure. how many people are running into these guys that are these horror yeah, bus, you know? So that's, I, I, think that's I would think now it would be more prevalent just because of like, Everybody like Instagram and shit right. like that. Like just like just all these like you. horror groups online. Yeah. Now, luckily, Joe Bob Briggs did a um, he did like a phantasm marathon about a year ago, I believe. And he did uh, he did one, three, four and five. I guess they couldn't get the rights to two. Mm. But he did a marathon, which kind of like really raised some eyebrows Awareness. about phantasm. Right. And like made people start to watch it. So I thought that was cool. Mm. Like it was kind of neat to see it kind of get back in the spotlight. But yeah, it's really just never had that same push that like, you know, you don't see uh, uh, like you see Jason pop whatever like toys and like nightmare on elm street oh, yeah, figures sure. and you where, don't you see don't a tall see, head yeah you don't see spears or tall men or you know the little yeah. dwarf guys or you don't see any of that shit so yeah because the little dwarf guys got fired and they went to star wars and the <laughs> yeah <laughs> they live in the desert now yeah <laughs> fucking george lucas picked them up yeah george right. lucas like i got y'all man y'all yeah. ain't gonna be you gotta collect point. trash from now on yeah right. so i mean that's what they did in star wars they yeah. just ran around the desert picking up trash so yeah. Plus, let's not forget one of the coolest things about Phantasm is the car. I oh mean, hell yeah! The Cuda? That yeah, Cuda the fucking is Cuda, fucking man. legendary, man. Like I follow Don Coscarelli on Facebook, and every now and then he'll like post photos of that, oh, that yeah. car, and I'm always like, oh my god, it's still out yeah. there. You know, Damn. it's still it's out fucking there. Dope. Yeah. Well, it's that like sweet. You know, now let's get back to the goddamn movie. Like, we we went fucking on random crazy trains. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we went on a journey. No, it's easy to do with Phantasm. Oh, that's, yeah. That's how it works. Well, that's because yeah. Phantasm's all over the place. You're right. right. You know, yeah. just kind of like, uh. But you bring up that Cuda, and like, it, the first time we really see it was is that when he went to the little hole in the wall bar? Um, or do we see it at the funeral? The Mike, funeral, I believe. Okay, yeah, you probably think, see it there. Uh, well, we see Mike pull out. I, the first time I really. Well, Jody's driving it, not well, Mike, Mike's, Mike's driving. Yeah, Mike's driving it. Later. Yeah, no, 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 Mike's driving it at the beginning Mike's, when he drives Mike's up to the, the house. Because yeah. if you remember, he drives up to the house in the car. He gets out and he's checking one of the, the gaskets or something. And then Jody gets out, sees the dude in his car, and they're talking about Tommy's death. And that's when he's like, Yeah, Mike's 13, and I think I might send him to live with his Oh, aunt. yeah. Mm. Which is another thing about the movie I never understood. Like they they just established that Jody essentially has no one left. His parents are gone. His his friend is gone. Whatever. Really, the only people he had left was Mike and Reggie. Yeah. So why was Jody in such a hurry to like ship Mike off? I'm not sure. Well, it seems like they were setting Jody up to like like he was gonna he, skip town like, or whatever. Like he came back for this. Right. So he was kind of like a nomad. Yeah. Right? He was like an on yeah. the road, yeah. kind of like a drifter type. Right. But I was like, well, if he comes back and like Mike's here, why would he just, you know, why not just kind of like either take, take him with them or like yeah. kind of start over with the Mike. road calls to him. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> I guess the road. Got to go do some Coke and bang some hookers. <laughs> right. right. But yeah. I always kind of wondered that. I'm like, if I was in his position, you would think that like, okay, well, parents are gone. Everybody else is gone, but we have the house. We have the whatever. Like at least right. like, let's take care of Mike at yeah. least until he's 18. Do they, do they explain what happened to the parents? No, they're just dead when it starts. So, well, they say that. Now, here's the or thing. they get they, the car wreck they, or something. They kind of say. They infer, yeah, that they could be the dwarfs. Right. They Correct. could be the Which dwarfs. Which means. Right. Well, later. Did the, did the parents have a. 
were they swingers? <laughs> did they have <laughs> a three? Did yeah. they have a three-way with a lady <laughs> yeah. in lavender? Is what you're saying? And yeah. the real question is, was it in the cemetery? So Probably. here's here's another thing. When if he's getting female victims, does he does he transform into like a young guy? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe they scissor. I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know either. Good. You know, who and knows? We does don't go it, into does that the Does the process require full penetration or can you just get them all ready and then get That's them? That's the weird thing. Right? He fucks them to completion. So, so, yeah, so Tommy right? was putting it in his butt. Right. He had I, no who clue. Knows? Like the, this <laughs> wanger, I don't know how this works. This wanker Steve. was just slapping on his belly. I don't know. I'm starting to, to think it. it's more like a hologram, more like the tall man projects an illusion of something. Maybe it's that's him what it transforming like, into a which woman. Is what I was gonna say, like I don't know yeah. why he has to like rub the it in their face because it like goes yeah. in and out. He yeah. like forces the, them to like look at his face as they're dying. Yeah. <laughs> the tall man's got his dick duct taped to his stomach. That's how it works. You know, I like, think. who's the first guy? Tony, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy that'd be yeah. hilarious if he just had like the first time he saw the Tommy, was just like, ugh. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh my wait, God. What the oh, hell? Man, he's getting he's like, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. He, give me another beer. And he just chugs another beer real quick. He's like, oh, I need to know beer. who I just had sex with. You see him like slowly pulling a bag over his head. <laughs> yeah. Like, hold, 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 hold on just a minute. Just, <laughs> just when Dixie Banks yeah. show up, he just puts it like there. Yeah, I've never understood that. I, I just, I guess I would assume that it was like some sort of projection. That's what I've always That's I what guess. it looks like. Yeah. yeah. But I could see your point. I mean, if it is him and he's like, you know, using this More ability to like whatever. change time and space, which he does, right. then you know, like, is he fucking these people? Yeah, it's quite possible. I don't right. know. Like, it's a weird- <laughs> look. Nineteen seventy-nine. Like, he didn't see genders, man. He's it's binary. He's, he's like an wants. alien, right? Yeah. So he wouldn't even. She's kind of like woman in the. I don't know. Lavender, lavender, lavender lady in lavender. lavender right? Yeah, yeah. Lady. yeah. Okay. That's what but she's- the weird thing is like. Her whole point is to like seduce someone, have sex with them, kill them, make right. them into a little dwarf. But she shows up <laughs> later at the end of the movie. She's yeah. like in the woods staring at people. Yeah, yeah, I think that's just like that's what makes was me it, think. Was he just trying to throw like a Hail Mary? Like, I'm I just going to try to seduce him one more time. That's why I think she was almost like, uh, like just some sort of like a projection or like an illusion that he puts out there. So, mm-hmm. like, she just sort of wanders the whatever, you know what I mean? Like, kind of wanders the ethereal space sure, yeah. and then looks for victims. That makes sense. Thing. That makes Maybe more she sense. works for him, kind of like the funeral landscaper right. fucking guy or whatever. That would make more sense. Yeah. So I'm I, that's the only thing I can think of. Maybe she's just an employee of the tall man. I don't know what his benefits but are. But I am sticking to my guns. Mike's parents banged Lavender you think Lady. So? I, yeah, we could go there. Yeah, they had to. I that. mean, you know, Reggie would. You know what? It was the tail end of the 70s. So that's the, true. The, the free love was coming to an end <laughs> that's true. before the 80s showed up. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know, I know this is skipping in. ahead a little bit, but I want to make sure to bring it up before I forget it. And if we need to come back to it, we can. Uh, the one scene about the first one that always drives me crazy is the one where Mike puts the shotgun shell on the hammer. Oh, yeah. And opens the door that way. When I liked it. When there was, well, no, no, that's great. And it was inventive, but there was at least 50 easier ways to go outside. Oh, sure. And and it's just sort the of window. like, how was that the one you decided on? Like, yeah. right. Okay, out of all the ways I could do this, I could crack a window. Sure. I could... Uh, Too easy. I could just kick the door open. Because uh, Mike is short for MacGyver. Right. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he decides instead cool to use a hammer, scotch tape, and a, and a live shotgun shell to you blow know the door up. Because he don't so, have parents is... anymore. 
So how the fuck's he gonna get in trouble for blowing doors up? That's true. true. But you would think that you'd shit. cause less damage to the door just by kicking it open yeah, maybe, than uh, blowing it up. But Mike so, don't give like, a fuck because he ain't paying for it. That's true. It's not his mortgage. <laughs> true, but it's risky. It is risky. Blow your fucking hand off. Well, yeah, because you saw him too. He's all <laughs> flinching when yeah. he's doing it. Like, uh, like he wasn't sure about it. Yeah. It just know? being a shell. There's no controlling it. Yeah, so it could right. go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, could have. I mean, it was scotch tape. Yeah, you know, it's not like he super glued it to the Mike hammer. Don't I give mean, a fuck, son. Yeah, that scene always bugged me. Obviously, this whole movie, he don't give a fuck. And, Steve, no. you could, you brought up the scene earlier. You should bring it up now, the one with the lighter. Well, no, okay. Well, I'll, I can remember that. I'm going to get to it when it yeah. comes. But I think we're pretty much, like, almost here anyway. Like, because what was it? Uh, Jody yeah. gets drugged back from the bar with his hoochie mama, <laughs> which was the tall man. Yeah. yeah. And I brought this up to Bracey before you got here. What's what everybody is, like, the honey hole, the fucking goddamn cemetery. Everybody got to get their fuck on in the cemetery. I guess. There's not a lot like, to do in this town. And like, obviously, they spent the most money architecturally on the funeral home. For sure. It's by far the nicest building in the entire town. So maybe that's just where people hang out. Yeah, he couldn't have been like, yo, come back to my house, girl. She's like, nah, man, we got to go fucking this gravestone. Yeah. Yeah, it's a small time, man. Jebediah Thomas. Or Mike yeah, I don't know his why. Like, through there. Yeah. Because he, like, the weird thing is they, they walk, but he has his car. He, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. He doesn't want to put a scratch on the car. Gives him the keys after the. I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff also, that like, happens. It, was it just me, or is this bar like the size of this living room? Yeah, if that. It was a whole I mean, wall, man. The thing was fucking tiny. tiny. Yeah, if maybe half yeah. that. Yeah, it was pretty small. Yeah, that bar was smaller than this living room. I think. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know if they had a bathroom. Well, it looked like the, the exterior shot. I was like, God damn, right. And the whole, I mean, and if you're getting, I mean, we're already kind of getting close to like the second half of the movie. I mean, the whole second half is just like a clusterfuck, really. Mm. But it's not, yeah. you know, it's 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 like uh, it's edited all over the place, but it's not in a mm. bad way. It just kind of, it feels sort of like a roller coaster. You're just sort of all over. It's all over the place, but it does have its own flow. It does. Yeah. yeah and I think another thing I was talking to Steve about earlier, which I don't think Phantasm gets enough credit for, is its music. The oh Phantasm my God. The Phantasm music is so that. goddamn it's good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. And it, you know, and you want to talk about things like you know, like the Nightmare on Elm Street themes and like the Halloween themes. Fan, the Phantasm music deserves to be right there with it. One hundred percent. It's, it's so like iconic. You you hear I it was, one time and it's always in. Yeah, there. I was jammed with it by the end. I was yeah, like, yeah, and it's good throughout the whole series too. <laughs> you were juggling spears. Yeah. <laughs> and they bring that awesome theme back like all the way through the. Oh, series. that's good. Yeah, so that's really good. it keeps it feeling the same, which is nice. Yeah, because like, like you said, while all this shit was. Second half starts getting clusterfuck. I think that's when we start joining. It starts here. Yeah. Because it's kind of, you know, like, again, nothing you two could tell me or anybody could tell me. Why the fuck did Mike decide, like, man, I got to go kick the fucking window into this goddamn mausoleum and go inspect some shit? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what was his incentive? Like, yeah, I'm not sure if it was just we're supposed to believe that he's just curious. No, that's. A he breaking the goddamn law. That's true. Well above fucking curious. Like, like he get like he gets in that way, right? Yeah, he like instead of like just walking up the door yeah. and being like, "Hey, I would like to, you know, whatever." No, and he like, hasn't. He didn't go. Like this is where he goes into the casket. Yeah, he well he kicks the window in, and then he climbs in. Like nobody's gonna hear this shit. And then that's when he gets in the casket. And the point Bracy wanted me to bring back up a second. He's not ago. very stealthy about any of it. Oh fuck no! No, it's because. Hilarious. Oh, trust me. After after I get this point out, I got another goddamn point. But we're going to like give that a few seconds. But when he's in the casket hiding, okay, guess what? 
Every casket in this place is open except this one. Wow. Where do you think something might be, <laughs> motherfucker? But then the guy leaves because the tall man gets him or whatever. But when he goes to open the casket, you see the lighter on the edge of the casket, right? Yeah. Next shot, he's already got the lighter in his goddamn hand before he ever gets out the fucking casket. Oh, does he? So all this editing shit, you missed that one. Because, I mean, and I was not trying to look for shit. It was just, I was like, wait a minute, wasn't that lighter just right there on the edge? Well, the other thing is, is really, if you think about it, that whole scene doesn't really mean anything. Because it, it, I mean, you kind of know this after watching the first one, but especially once you get later into the series, you kind of learn to understand that, like, the tall man always knows where Mike is. Right. Yeah. He he kind of, like, has... Well, yeah, I assume that. He has, like, this honing thing on his mind. He always knows where Mike is, and he he tortures him. He he could have killed Mike 150 different times. Oh, yeah. He does it to, like... To, to fuck with him essentially like he he almost enjoys fucking with mike and his family and right. whatever, so, and following him and tormenting him so um but yeah i mean you you have to think that in the first movie he could have taken him at least a half a dozen times yeah, anytime, the movie. yeah Easy. anytime he wanted to probably yeah um, he could have looked at his guy and gone hey fuck off grab that coffin and thrown him into an incinerator of course, you know yeah. i mean have been done with it you know so it's just yeah, I kept going back and forth in my head. I was just like, is this clever that he's using the lighter to prop it up, or is it just stupid? Because you would see it, right? Right. Yeah. But also, I mean, like when he was sneaking around this mausoleum, right? He's wearing tennis shoes, right? Yeah. Normally they would squeak. They got rubber like soles and shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Somehow he wasn't wearing tennis shoes there. He was wearing Uncle Ronnie's leisure shoes, his penny <laughs> loafers, because every step was clock, 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 yeah. clock. He was clock, wearing clock. Michael Myers sneaky boots. Yeah. yeah. Well, same like, with yeah. Jody when he was in there, but he had his like so, dress shoes on. Yeah. His Uncle Ronnie <laughs> yeah. is a little pissed off that he took his loafers. That's what <laughs> so I was feeling. What what's what do you think is uh why do you think he decided on barrels? For putting the dwarfs, like, what do you? Th- why would you think he's just settled on that storage? It's a penny pincher, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know. And who's making him the barrels? He's got to have a barrel Home supplier, <laughs> a barrel man. Yeah, like, like he's got to have a barrel guy, right? Like maybe that, that's who got killed. The barrel by the guy? ball. Oh, it was the barrel. maybe he was oh, the yeah. barrel guy. <laughs> because you know what? That's a great point. Because if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I don't recall seeing mid- the dwarfs and barrels and. Any of the other ones that I can think of, right? Yeah, so he head. dies, the barrels go away. He's yeah. like, great, damn it! Now yeah. I can't use barrels anymore. Never can find God another damn. barrel man. That's why again. I'm gonna chase Mike. And also, like, <laughs> yeah. why don't we see how? Fuck him. Like, it would have been great to see how he made one of these dwarfs because he takes a six making foot tall of, people yeah. and then shrinks them. I, I'm still not quite sure what. Put them in robes. They said, why couldn't he just walk them through the gate? If you remember, Mike says in the first one, he says it's the gravity that shrinks them. Do you remember that? Is that what it is? That's what but Mike no, he said, said that's uh, why they're short. He was like, because the gravity or something. Like, yeah, he says something about the gravity like shrinks them or But whatever, hold up, like but they're already shrunk before they go there. Right. Like, so, well, but that's what I'm wondering. So, like, I think that he, the barrels are storage, so they can go to this other room right, or whatever yeah. it may be, and then when they come back, he can just store them inside these huh. things. Because they get PTO, because his job has benefits, <laughs> yeah. and they get like, okay, guess what? You slaved over here for a little bit, so now yeah. you come back for eight hours. And uh, yo, I always wondered why there was like a little window in the barrel, you know, for like so, so you, you can feed them. They're claustrophobic. I guess he I can don't feed know. them. So, yeah, I don't like quite, being in the dark. <laughs> yeah, but, I never quite got all that. And like, what was what were the um, what were the dwarfs actually like doing? You know, like what was their purpose? Like, yeah, we saw Did them you marching, ever find that right? Out? But like. What were they really doing? Yeah. Not in the first one, let's just say. But like, like, yes or no question. Did we find it out? Well, kind of. Asking anything about Phantasm, do we find out an answer to such and such, is like, well, I mean, like, there's kind of an answer. Do to you ever get to see him get made? 
No, not really. Son like of a bitch. You kind of <laughs> you learn a little bit more about like what the whole deal is and like what uh, the tall man's deal is. You learn later that he's he's actually not really a bad guy. It was just sort of a bad thing that happened to him. It's a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, but this there is was all a misunderstanding. Essentially, there was a place in a time where he was he wasn't, and it kind of invalidates the alien thing. And he uh-huh. he was actually like a real person in a place and time. He was a happy uh, okay. man. Right, he was a normal, like normal guy. And then huh. something happened, and he had to get a plantation house and make midgets. It, well, it was like something about dimension. like opening up an interdimensional yada yada. Sure, like, so some Hellraiser shit. You, yeah, you, like you're shit fucked with a box. Yeah, and all of a sudden Pinhead shows up and plays this sick fucking game with you, talking about some. The fourth movie uh, is uh, Phantasm Oblivion, and that one pretty much the whole movie is just the story of the tall man and of Jody and Mike. That's like the whole fucking movie. So it's it's kind of cool because you get to. It like fills in a lot of gaps, right. okay. and then five finishes the, the series. Oh, off. that's cool. So, but five's five's nuts too, because five took place like they shot it maybe fifteen years after the fourth one. Sure. So it's not like you know right after. But I don't know how they managed to. I was keep gonna them say flowing. even the second one was shot ten years after. Yeah, they yeah. all or have at a least huge gap. Came out ten years after. Well, I, they, I was gonna say they have a huge gap, but not all of them do because if I if I. If I remember I correctly, say, I feel like the third one was like 94. 93, 94. And I think that the fourth one was like 98. That's so not bad. I, I could be wrong, though. I know it was like 79. I think the second one was 88. Something like that. Yeah. And then it was like, I think 94, 98, and then 2016 was yeah. Ravager. So, the, yeah, big gaps there. And for them to manage to like keep it smooth, you know, yeah. the transition is pretty amazing. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, I always love when movies do that. But yeah, but Mike gets groundskeeper Willie killed. Yeah, he does. I like this dude, little drone. He bit the shit out of his fucking arm. That's what D- I'm saying. It's like, dude, like, yeah, the motherfucker doesn't hold back. No. I mean, you think like once T started going in, that dude would have just like clubbed him upside the dome. Sure. Yeah. Game over. No, he he took it like a champ. But then he also took the rest of it like a champ too with a little ball. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. like, dude, I like this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's something cool. we have to talk about because we haven't really. Talked about the big main thing that a lot of people remember from Phantasm, the sphere. The sphere but yeah. this right? is the first time you really see it. Correct. But what's cool is, is unlike a lot of movies where they're like, oh, in the first one in the series, you just sort of see a glimpse of such and such. Oh, no, you actually get yeah. to see the spheres in action. Yeah, in you yeah. yeah. See someone yeah. just like shit their head, out. Yeah. Yeah. Them, and then the hole in the back to shoot yeah. the blood yeah. out. No I'll edits, no nothing. Like, we yeah. have to see this right yeah. covered in blood. You get yeah. to see the whole thing. I love it. Yeah, like, that was the damn, best. Run. And how awesome. cool are they as weapons? Like, I mean, how inventive, like, how awesome, and how scary is it? Because, like, good luck getting the fuck away from that. Sure. Yeah, it ain't like you could just dip left and it's gone. I mean, oh, yeah, no. Around. It's got, like, radar and shit, and yeah. it can, like, sense heat and whatever, and it's crazy. Like, and I it, could see getting it off you if it hits you in the front, but if it gets you from the yeah, back, you're, you're fucking done. Yeah, you're like, oh, God. Dude, if it gets you in the front, you're fucked up because it's got them fucking spikes sure. on it. Oh, and then later in the se- actually in part two, you get to see a gold ball. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which is even more fucking oh, crazy. Yeah. That catches yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> also catches Pokemon. It catches yeah. dwarves. But it I turns think, you into a dwarf. I think really the, the only major difference between the silver and the gold one, I think it's like um, this, the gold one has like a couple of extra like features. Or whatever. <laughs> it yeah, it's basically like the Series X yeah. of the ball, and then the other one's like the Series S. It levels up, man. Right. As a laser. I got to get level five ball on your ass. Yeah. Like, what? 
Yeah, but I always loved the idea of those things. And I always thought, like, what a cool idea. Like, because how do you make him, how do you make a guy who's not mobile mobile? Right. right? And you, you use his, his weapon is mobile. Like, yeah. he may not be, you know, that fast, but good luck running away, away from, from shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, and honestly, like, they look pretty good for they the did. time. Like, yeah. it actually looks decent. I mean, it's 1979. Yeah. We're talking about a movie that had almost no budget. Yeah. Sure. This guy did all this shit himself, and it's yeah, like it's crazy. it looked really good. Like, and the the thing they got that I try to pay attention to during this whole scene was like the aftermath. Like once Mikey gets away and obviously blocks the door, but it chops dude's fingers off. Yeah. He leaves the fucking knife there. Like, yeah. No, you go take the goddamn finger, but you gonna leave the knife in there? You retard. <laughs> like, come on, dude. But I was like. Did this dude miss fingers the rest of the movie? No, he did not. His fingers grew the fuck back. Did they? I thought hey, he had nubs. I, I I didn't pay much attention. So yeah, I'm you pretty sure. Right. Yeah, I think I Phil know. might be right. I think they're like, like they remember, like, like bandaged up. The next time you see him, I'm pretty sure he has nubs. I think so. He yeah, might. and I'm pretty sure he grabs Mike with his nubs. Oh God. Oh yeah, I think you're right. It's like I said, Phantasm has so many individual scenes in it that it's yeah. like it's almost like a montage. The whole movie's For almost sure. like a montage, really, the Very way that much. it's shot because it's all it all has like music behind it too, mm -hmm. right? And, like it took. This fucking finger in mustard for fucking Jody to buy into Mike's shit. And like, then Jody, Jody's like, all right. Yeah, I like, gotcha. Let me look at this real quick. Yeah. All right. I believe you. Like, and why was Jody so skeptical for Christ's sakes? I thought I'm he was sure. like the wandering nomad. Like right. you'd think he'd seen it all, right? Seen yeah. some crazy shit. But no, he's oh, all like. Mike cock blocked him. So he's a little pissed at Mike. He's like, I don't believe your bullshit. Yeah, right. never again. He's like, once you block me once, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Shame no on you. No <laughs> now, shame on me. <laughs> And yeah, so he believes him, but then what the fuck? The finger turns into a goddamn like flying roach or some shit. Like, God, yeah, damn. it turns into like first it's like looks like a Muppet, then it turns into like a yeah. beetle. And it's pretty weird. You know what? God bless these people for selling the shit out of fi flying this fake shit around in a shirt because they I were fucking great. Oh my God, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I love them. Um, this movie has like odd beats of comedy in it. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah. This and this is one where it stops. And it's fine. And then it goes again. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fact that they got it in the sink and then Reggie just shows up out of nowhere like, hey, man, I want to see what y'all are up to. Yeah. And then Reggie always comes by at the worst time. Right? Yeah. It's like, always the worst. Goddamn Lemony Snicket, man. Right. <laughs> fucking Reggie. Yeah. Old Lemony shows up. <laughs> fucking all hell's breaking loose when whatever the fuck this creature was. And, you know, they decide to take it all through the house. To put it in the fucking garbage disposal. You couldn't have just put it on the ground and stepped on it with your fucking cowboy boots. That I don't guess. Know. He don't want to mess up those gators. Oh, yeah, he couldn't have got that shotgun and just them. took it back and just blew a hole in fucking. <laughs> you don't want to smudge. You don't want to smudge his pumas. Yeah, damn, dude, their family is armed, bro. They are. I mean, they had multiple like shotguns oh, over the there fireplace. There's a bolt action like, rifle in the wall too. No, yeah, we, we did miss the one creepy scene from earlier when mm -hmm. Mike was in town, and I just thought about this. When the tall man was walking. Oh, the ice oh, with yeah, the, yeah. where he's like. Yeah, and like, yeah. The, like Reggie opens the ice cream truck and he just stops to like be like. Mm, yeah, a lot yeah. of pedophile vibes going on. I love that scene. Ice, that was weird. I love the ice cream scene. truck and him like. <laughs> yeah, and like. He what loves the, the cold. What is he doing? And it was like, at first you thought he was looking at Mike. Right. And then it's like, he didn't give a shit about Mike because he no. cared about his ice cream truck. But then maybe he was looking at Mike. I mean, who knows? Well, the other thing is we're never really supposed to know what's what we're seeing that's real and what's yeah, not. Right. Like 
that's the other thing because he can control like kind of this time space whatever he can sort of make things it's weird they never they never outright come out and say like these are the tall man's powers this is what he's capable of mm -hmm. right like we know these things from freddy we know what he can do he, yeah. he gets you in your dreams we know what jason does we know what sure. michael does but like we don't really know what the, we in five movies later like we still don't really know like the extent of his ability right like this guy is potentially a guy who could destroy whole universes. Yeah, like right. it's yeah, no pretty clue. insane. Like this dude's power level is out, you know, through the roof. Well, it seems like yeah, it's weird. Like I don't know, I don't know if this ever gets explained or like why he's actually going after Mike. Uh, a bit, yeah. Um, there, there's like a because cheeks. like <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Trying to get that booty. That's right. <laughs> but like the he's thing like, is, I got like, a piece this... of your brother. I got to get a piece of that. Yeah. This yeah. whole thing was it like he's basically like forcing this dream onto Mike, right? Correct. Yeah. So which which means like none of this actually happened, right? Um, it has. Yeah. It, I mean, it has happened, but like because the reality there is reality in Mike chasing the tall man with Reggie, right? Like they are actually doing that. They're trying to find him. But then while they're trying to locate the tall man, and this goes for the whole series, basically, like that's when the tall man fucks with them. So, like, he can kind of sense them coming near, and they get to a point where they can kind of feel him near, too. Mm. So they kind of just try to get close to him and close enough to take him out, but that's always the struggle. What I'm saying is, is, like, Jody has been around, like, just this movie alone. Jody yeah. is there from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at the end of the movie, we learn that Jody died. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know if that actually happened. Yeah, Jody is dead, Okay, yes. so, like, my point is, is, like... From beginning up to that point, like, none of that happened, at least, like, none of that, like, really happened, right? Or maybe it did, but, like, yeah, to Mike, it didn't happen. Yeah, kind of. It's almost like this weird pseudo-false reality right. for him, where it's almost like uh, the tall man's making him hallucinate things, mm. or it's more like misremember stuff, right, right? right? Like, kind of, like, alters his memory of what happened. Mm. Like, he doesn't... He kind of confuses Mike to a point where Mike doesn't realize anymore that like Jody's dead. He actually kind of still thinks that Jody's alive, right? Because he and then they try to sort of explain it like, oh, well, he's in mourning and maybe he just doesn't, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he doesn't. He's got accept an imagination. It. That's kind of what sure, Reggie's yeah. treating him like, you know? Yeah, like yeah. Reggie kind of sees him like, oh, he's just not coping with it or whatever. Right. But but I'm like, well, I mean, you were there too for the giant fucking cockroach and right. shit. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. You know, like, like you should you should be, you know, but you know, obviously Reggie. He does see what's happening, and you know he, uh -huh. he's the one that follows him through the the rest of the thing. But so a like, lot of like the series, right now yeah. was, is is like for instance when Jody's like, all right, let's go get the tall man to get the shotgun of shit. Is he alive now or at that point? I I believe yeah he is, but by the end of the movie he's dead, and and I can tell you that in the later movies he's he's like um, a ghost. Kind of, yeah. He's sort Patrick of like crazy son. <laughs> well, he's, he's like this wandering Mike. spirit, and he's also he also actually inhabits one of the spheres. Jody does. Oh, oh, you nice. find that out later. That's cool. But yeah, so he he and what you learn later is is that the tall man is actually using Jody as a prop to fuck with Mike because the tall man has this power over Jody because what a he dick. can know. force him to see whatever he exactly. wants. Exactly. Right? Although there is still some like original Jody in Jody, so gotcha. he's trying to kind of fight against that to warn Mike. So That's dope. it's always this back and forth. So it makes it entertaining. Hells yeah. But yeah, I mean what did you guys think about the ending of the movie? It's really out there. <laughs> I mean the whole build up to it to yeah, me was like it's, it's are nuts. you serious cuz you know the the hearse that was driven by Tommy 
Yeah. Or three foot two. No wonder it was driving erratic. Dude couldn't fucking see. There wasn't a phone book on that fucking seat. You know, I mean, like that shit. And then you had like the girls with Mike getting fucked with. Yep. Like, what the hell? It was like a bunch of weird ass fucking shit. I mean, and then the end where, you know, they, where the tall man comes out and does the classic, you know, right. boy. I'm fine with it just yeah. because of the time that it was made. Like, stuff like this now is played out. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah. for its time, like, I kind of take that into account. So, like, I'm fine with it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was It was fine. really one of the few yeah. movies that did that. And right. kind of well, like that was, at the time. It was, yeah. like, a better terms, an M. Night Shyamalan ending. Because, like, you don't know. We can find really... a better term, I think. Right, <laughs> <laughs> can't. It's a fucking kidding. Philly fake out. You, know? like, you don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's like. Well, it's like, but these days, like, like going back and watching it, like, you can call it immediately. Sure. Yeah. It's like, you know it's coming. Yeah. yeah. Because you know he's not done. You know right. Tall Man's not done. Of course not. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he he they didn't get him, right? right? Like, and what's funny is if you watch some of, like, they have, like, alternate scenes and even, like, alternate endings to, to Phantasm, like, on some of, like, the, oh, the that's director cool. stuff, whatever. But, like, I don't recall, and you'll have to remind me because I haven't seen the ending to the movie in a while, but with the one that you guys watched, did you see a scene where they, like, trapped him in a hole and dropped a bunch of rocks yeah. on yes. him. Okay. Okay. Cause yeah, that, that they actually changed some of that, like, uh, with some of the different versions of it, like they, that it was actually less, um, even less obvious that they did anything to him. Like they didn't actually show some of that in some of the other versions. So oh, it led really? you to believe that like there was even more interpretation gotcha. that he yeah. was alive and well, stuff like that. So my, my problem with that. the ending of this was cause that went down. Right. Yeah. And then somehow we got to the Reggie and Mike, by fireside, like your brother's been dead. Like, why are you sitting by this fire looking all creepy, Burt Reynolds style with him, man? Like, he's trying to be his daddy. Was weird. Like, well, because I think he, well, at that point, I mean, he just sort of had no choice. Reggie had, or I mean, uh, Mike had nobody left. So, you know? so, so I guess just, it's just going to be Reggie now. So what it was was Reggie was like, "Yo, it's a free fucking which is house." Weird. He did still have his aunt and uncle. Oh, that's yeah, true. <laughs> because Mike was like, well, "I'm going to ship him off to right. his aunt." So why didn't Reggie do that? Right. So he just wanted a kid. I guess. Well, Mike at that point was so hell bent on getting revenge on and the hold tall on. man. And, and whatever happened to the dwarf Tommy? They put him in the ice cream truck. Did he break out and run off when it got? Oh, no, you never know. You don't yeah, know what happens. I think he died in the ice cream yeah. truck. Some little kid found it later on the side of the road. <laughs> they took his clothes. Trying to get one of those red, white, and blue rocket pops, and they were like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's is this a little drawer. What the hell? It's a little guy. It's a little man. What the hell is this? He's got a robe on. He looks like that thing from Star Wars. And, 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 and like that's the thing, because like when I got to the end of this movie, like I said, it's been I couldn't even tell you the last time I saw this movie. I had to be fucking a child. Really? But it's like how. The plantation, funeral home just disappeared. Like, yes. Was that all real or you not? You know what? Like, like with the town, not be like, yo, well, where does funeral home go, son? So what's interesting about that, and and I and I was kind of joking about it earlier about like why is the funeral home so big and shit? They actually do talk about that in the fourth one, where they kind of like talk about the origin of the tall man. So it did used to be an actual plantation, and that's he, what it looked like. Yeah, I mean, and, I'm not and, trying to like stereotype and, it. Uh, no, and, and the um, the tall man's the like his human character was like the owner of the house. He was like a totally normal guy or yeah. whatever, but he oh, yeah. he was also like a and he was doing experiments and whatever and like. 
doing a, some fucked up shit. Yeah, right. shrinking like, people. It, it was it was initially his plantation. I think he had he had actually transitioned it into a mortuary in order to like suit his needs. Right. So it makes a little more sense, but but it's kind of silly that you got to get four movies into the series before like that one you question know, gets answered. Yeah. But I at least appreciate that they kind of like take you there and they're like just in case but, you were wondering. Sure. You know, which is nice. Um, but there's still a lot of unanswered questions about Phantasm even after the last one, but you know, uh, I mean, that's kind of cool. That's kind of good, sort of the way that yeah. it needs yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, it lets fans kind of just right. do whatever. It lets they your want. imagination. Yeah. Guess what? Interpret whatever the fuck you want. And you know what's cool about the first one's ending, even though it was kind of like abrupt and like kind of one of those like jump endings. Right. The second one does pick up the second the first one ends, like with oh, that mirror good. scene. It yeah. literally that's the first scene of the second oh, movie. Oh shit! So oh, nice. It's that's, cool as shit. I like yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, well, when you see it in that way and then you watch the second one, you're like, it makes the ending of the first one even better because you know what happens immediately. But guess what, though? So it's cool. Maybe it makes sense. They got a different actor because in this alternate reality, (laughs) Michael looks different. I don't remember what the reasoning was for it. I know that there was something specific. I don't remember what it was, but the actual actor's real name is Mike, um, A. Michael Baldwin. Yeah, Reggie's actually Reggie. Reggie Bannister, yeah. Yeah. And and both of them (laughs) have come back for every subsequent sequel. I don't know why he wasn't in that second one. It's really weird i think i heard it was because the second one had the biggest budget it was because the first one did well the Mm. second one was funded like by like a big studio so it actually had like big budget effects it had fancy cinematography so they didn't want to pay for him essentially they didn't think that mike was experienced enough or something so they wanted to get a more experienced actor but then by the time they did the third one don coscarelli was like fuck this shit like i'm getting my original actors yeah like i understand the reasoning but it still fucks it up i agree like what it's like when they changed tommy jarvis three different times you know it's like eh, we could have had Corey feldman the whole way sure you know if we wanted but um definitely can't fuck around with this but yeah uh, are you talking about the um the plantation disappearing i actually thought that was actually a decent effect because, like, into the 80s... For 79, yeah. They wouldn't have yeah. done what they did there. This movie does a really good job at using darkness to kind of cloud to the frame, things. Right? Yeah, yeah. Very um, good point. So, like, later in the 80s, like, that effect, would you would have actually seen the full effect. Oh, it yeah. It just would have been, like, phasing in and out, and yeah. it would have looked like shit. I actually like the way they did this. They kept most of the frame dark because it's nighttime. So when it goes away and they actually just fade the frame away, yeah. like, it just looks like it's shrouded in darkness. But I mean, Which is cool, yeah. yeah. I was, you know, it makes you think of, like, uh, another good example of something like that is, remember in Poltergeist where the house, like, implodes on itself yeah. at the end? Uh-huh. It's kind of, because it's sort of from, not like the same era, because Poltergeist was maybe, like, what, eight years later, seven yeah. or eight years, but it's kind of like the same sort of thing. You know, you've seen, like, movies do it in different ways, but, like, yeah, the way that they did it in Phantasm was clever. And I think that's a good way to put it. Like, if you think about Phantasm for being a movie that came out in 1979, there's no one really, like, single part in the movie where I can go, this one effect looks so fucking cheesy yeah, or I outdated. Well, like, I, I mean, I even liked when the ball was doing the infrared. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That Any was other really movie from that time. Shooting through the house. Uh-huh. Yeah. Any other movie from that time period, uh, especially horror movies, you can at least find one or two effects in that movie where you're like, geez, that looks like, really bad nowadays. Good God. <laughs> but Phantasm holds up. It I mean, yeah, really for does. 79, for what they did, I mean, obviously, if you use today's technology, way better. Yeah. But for what it is, 
The years that have passed, it's fucking fine. Well, it shows yeah. that like they were competent, creative filmmakers. They're like, right. we know that this isn't going to look the way that we want it to look, so we're not going to push it to that yeah. level. But we're going to do what yeah. we can to make it exactly. close to that. I mean, and, it's, yeah, you know, make it's like, it at least a little more timeless. Right. M- most horror movies of that day and age, gore factor. Mm-hmm. We throw a lot mm-hmm. of gore in it, you ain't gonna see yeah. shit. You know, where other movies of that day and age, like you know, Star Wars, for instance, since we got a little jobs in this fucking movie, like. Them effects looked fucking great back then. Sure. sure. They still look great now. They well, invented some movies, of though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like... Some of those movies, though, they don't even need the effects. Some of them were so effective on atmosphere that they made you believe that it was worse than it was. I mean, like, sure. uh, I think that what Phil said before about Phantasm using darkness is an awesome point that not anybody really says about it. Phantasm, I think, is one of the best movies, especially one of the first ones, to really use darkness in a way that it's not distracting you not to where you're going like this, trying to stay. Friday the 13th Part 1 is too dark. There are so many scenes in that movie where you're like, I can't see what's happening. Right. But the way that they do it in Phantasm, it's always really dark to, like you said, sort of Conceal well, things. It's not a mistake. It's visible. Like, though. They actually right. use it in the atmosphere as exactly. well, the tone of the film. Whereas, like, we just watched Puppet Master 2, and that movie was just dark. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it was right. just like it was fucking garbage. Like, like, I don't want to have to, like, like kind of. clearly yeah. didn't know what you were doing. Right. They clearly did know what they were yeah. doing in Phantasm. It was, it was the VHS of Yeah, it was dark, but you could Master always two. see what was happening. Right. And, like, you always knew what was happening, which is yeah, really They use light very clever. Like, even, like, when Mike's, like, going through, like, wooded areas, they made it a point to like probably like shoot like one or five k's down yep. through it so like you had all the super dark contrasty yeah. shadows on and space. a lot of really cool angles in that movie yeah. too like really weird goofy camera positions and stuff that you're like oh yeah for sure that you yeah, watch real high ones very yeah. lynching again and you're like, like huh, i wonder how they did that yeah. considering they didn't have cranes and shit sure. like that it's, so somebody had to climb up on and those cameras dude yeah. <laughs> like, like, the, whole, no like the whole time he was talking about sequels yeah you brought up a message too i was thinking well, I'm glad this goddamn series didn't have fucking 18 goddamn movies. <laughs> right. Make no fucking sense. Well, Puppet Master does have a shitload of sequels, but... They got um, like 18. But yeah, I honestly think that like uh, there were three movies from the late 70s, I think, that like nail atmosphere better than any other movie from that time period. And those are Phantasm, Alien, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep, because those three movies, like they didn't have to be super gory and neither of them, none of them were. But they made, they were scary as fuck because they could use the environment to make it scary and i think that mm-hmm. those three did it better than any you better other throw movie in that shit too so you better put four i would put halloween like uh, like dean cundy's a fucking master sure like, yeah and you're right that. i should put halloween and, in there too uh, like, i was just thinking of the first three that came to my mind but yeah, yeah you're right halloween's also good at using darkness but i also fault halloween for being one of those movies where it uses darkness well but in some scenes it's too much like yeah. they some scenes where it's like it's too dark or you can't see house. what's happening yeah yeah, well, the one that comes to mind is um, Old Dude's Death. Um, right. Dude with the glasses, what the fuck's his name? The one who gets pinned on the wall. A lot of scenes that sort of remind me of Friday the 13th. Yeah. Well, I don't fucking know. The where you have those dark <laughs> scenes at the camp in Friday the yeah. 13th. It's kind of very sure. similar where yeah. you're kind of just, you see the camera going around. It's just, you sort of see door frames right, and whatever, yeah. but you don't really see what's happening. Like, you hear we screams. all need love Halloween, yeah. but he yeah. doesn't add anything. Man. But yeah, maybe it's just because you couldn't really, maybe it was hard to classify Phantasm because it's not a slasher. It never no. was. No, it's very like sci-fi. Like. Right. Although people kind of reference the tall man like he's a slasher villain. He's never really been. Um, mm. He, you know, he, he always had a different motivation and very rarely did he straight up murder people. 
You know, it was more of like that's because his motherfucking balls, right? Did the it. work of his minions. He wasn't the one like straight up like murdering folks. Sure, yeah, sure yeah. he could. He absolutely could. Uh, but like, you know, well, if he wasn't he murdering people in the graveyard as the lady in lavender. Well, I was still think that that was more. Was that of, a, I think that was more of an employee. You know of his, what? Yeah, right? I think she actually is an entity of her own, right? Like, yeah, she, that's what I'm saying. Like a ghost in the forest as a person, right? That works with I him. Guess. He's using her to Broke do this thing. We already know he can control people's yeah. minds and stuff. We're gonna so play like, that shit. So, yeah, okay. I think that's a like. I don't know. Because, like, at least the way it's shot, this could just be their fuck up. The way it's shot, it doesn't actually seem like they are the same person. Yeah, it does. Because it's almost like they shoot them separately on yeah. purpose. Like, here's her. Here's Until him. she's right. on top yeah. of Tommy and then his face shows up. Boy. <laughs> 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 yeah. But I think that's just supposed to be our hint that she he has control over her. Oh, I think that's, that's it. So, like, he's making her do it and he's whatever. But, yeah. So this shit getting... She's getting cream bobbed by everybody in the fucking city. Because <laughs> fucking the tall man wants fucking murk. Yeah. You will finish them. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why? And then let me turn him into a dwarf. You'll finish them both ways. Yeah. <laughs> I like to watch. I like to come and go in the same instance. He's just sitting over there on one of the tombstones like. But right. well, yeah, yeah. Mike, I mean, what would have went down with that scene with Jody and the Lady in Lavender? If, like Mike was just watching like. Well, all of a sudden he'd be like, "Oh shit, this bitch got a knife!" Yeah, <laughs> like, watch out, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm balls That's, deep in this. What's funny like, is I appreciate though, you saving me, but super creepy, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Why were you watching me do that? But like, it's you funny. Saw me doing the vinegar strips. at the conventions. I I know that even up until recently, I know Angus Grimm died a few years back, but like even at the conventions, they were uh, the group that would always show up. It was always Reggie Bannister. A Michael Baldwin and the lady that played the woman that she was oh, always at, yeah like she's kind of like a big part of the series like she always shows up at like the conventions and signs autographs and stuff that's so pretty like, cool yeah she it's kind like of neat. The, she totally the owns it you know she's all like hell yeah like I am you know I don't I don't th- actually she has made a cameo like later but okay um yeah it's very like brief or whatever yeah. but it's just kind of cool that she you know is still in there hell yeah. All right, so let's let's talk about that thing we were just mentioning. The the other weird comedy bit, right? That that we didn't mention was the the goofy part where they're like kind of just the dwarf things are like fucking with Mike when he's under <laughs> yeah. the car. Yeah, like why? Yeah, like why didn't they just grab him? Right? Yeah. Like they could have just didn't do anything in that moment other than like drop the car on him. They yeah, just kind of really skittered like, around the garage yeah. and like, 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 oh, like fuck oh. off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kick the jack out from under him. They like, were like wiggling the car. <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, like you, that's what I was saying before. There's all Every these little. moments, you know, where you think that they could just snatch him up and take him, and yeah, I'm like, that no. was the perfect moment. Like, you know, you've had him trapped. They got sure. for that shit. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's a weird thing where, like, the car, like, lands on him. Mm-hmm. Like, that should fucking kill you, bro. Yeah, because he I guess luckily, first, I guess, he yeah. just climbed right out. Like, yeah, and that, yeah no he was, problem. like, stuck, and then he was perfectly fine. He just yeah. got out. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I guess the car is, like, I guess the wheel height was just <laughs> enough so they wouldn't kill him, but, like, <laughs> He was still. that little. <laughs> yeah, how did he get trapped and had, you know. But, then, yeah. I mean, and like you said earlier about how, like, the tall man, if this whole series, he's just out to fuck with Mike. Man, he could have killed him how many times? Like, after he shotgunned through the door and went to go run out, what, was he going back to the fucking funeral home? Who knows? But right. the tall man was waiting outside, and he's like, I've been waiting a long time. Like, what? How long have <laughs> you been outside my front fucking door, son? He's just been yeah. chilling there. Well, I mean, he can just kind of be wherever he wants, whenever he wants. So it's, But it's also weird because it, it's, it's funny watching a character that can teleport drive a car. Yeah. Because oh, he doesn't yeah. need to, right? right? So it's kind of funny when you when you realize like <laughs> he, he doesn't need to. I mean, he's he right. could literally just fraud, man. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of funny him driving. He the just likes around. a midnight drive. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he could drive the car with his fucking mind. So he yeah, he does. Just he does that. He actually does that too. He actually drives the car with his mind and right. shit. So I mean, yeah. he totally does that. So. But it's just funny, you know, watching He's a guy. A silly dude. <laughs> yeah, just it's a like silly watching Jason or Leatherface drive the truck. You know, it's be like, what? What are you yeah, doing? I mean, I what are you doing, Bubba? <laughs> well, well, Leatherface <laughs> drive. He drove in a truck before. I well, think. I thought it was the. Uh, it wasn't Leatherface driving the truck though. It was the other dude. Okay, Leatherface I was in the Jason back. Jason ain't never driven a car. I don't think. Not that I'm aware. <laughs> Michael's driven a car across country, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Michael. Michael's done long road trips. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's probably stopped at gas stations, had a couple Slim Jims. Yeah, he's done the whole nine yards. He's having a blast. It's a weird thing to think about. He had to stop for gas. Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Was he? Did he have the mask on? Yeah. Right. And maybe that's what the tall man does. He he drives the hearse or he telepathically drives it. Yeah. And then he teleports to it to fill it up. Maybe. And then it just drives off and then he teleports to it again later. Like, maybe that's how it works. Maybe he doesn't even, like, he just teleports to it and he doesn't even have to worry about it. But you got to wonder, like, does is he the one that's, like, filling it up? Like, I want to see him, like, stand on that throw, like, pumping gas. No, he's got little drawers, man. They just jump out the back and fill it up. I guess. Like, I man, don't know. You get your little ass out there, Tommy, and fill this fucking car up. Uh, Maybe he fucking, like, car surfs and shit. He does, yeah. <laughs> Another thing they don't mention, too, at the, in Phantasm 1 is he's obviously, the tall man's obviously an old man, right? But, like, yeah. how long has the mortuary been in town? How long has he been here? And right. why hasn't anybody been suspicious of him till now? It, it, it took Mike. That's what I mean. All like, because... He saw the tall man pick up a fucking right. casket, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, hell, fuck. But I mean, no. the guy was super weird, obviously. When he talked yeah. to Jody, Jody was like, what the fuck? Yeah, was yeah. That? Like, decade. He had to been there for decades, right? You think. Yeah, right. And, and I mean, even when they talk about, you know, the old history of blah, 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 like, so they're saying this place may have been there since like the 1800s and shit. Like, just chilling. So you would think That's everybody thing, like, would know him. Does he know? just like, I'm just going off of this movie. So, like, I'm just trying to figure out what he's doing. Like, is he, like, a scientist? Like, is he doing weird shit? Okay. okay. And he's just, like, is he, like, a, like, Dr. Frankenstein? So, like, I, I no, would, no, God. you don't answer that. Okay. Because then we're going to kill watching the, 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 no, the no, 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 I don't want to know. I, like, oh, I'm more okay. curious, like, just this movie. Like, sure. Are we supposed to believe, like, he's just kind of, like, mad scientist isn't the right term but in this like, movie we're supposed to believe that he's essentially like this this interdimensional being that's that's enslaving the human race so that's the threat. so let's like go like he's just trying to get as many save the world yeah, okay. right like yeah. that's what mike and jody and reggie are trying to do, save the world because we yeah. don't know like to the extent of which this extends Man, right so like he could be doing it all over the world taking his time or right it's like before <laughs> mike jody and reggie Went through the door. Like, Reggie just showed up out of nowhere. And then Jody was like, all right, man, lead the way. Like, nah, bitch, you got the fucking shotgun. Like, <laughs> yeah. are you for real? Like, wrong. Yeah, but, I mean, like, you talking about when they all meet up at the mortuary and they go through the... Like, when they see the door and they're about to go through oh, it. Oh, yeah, and then with the gate Jody in Jody was like, yeah. yo, you go first. I'd been like, yeah. nah, bitch, you got a shotgun. And I think he straight up was like, <laughs> no. I like, also wonder why, like, all of a sudden, like, the gate started freaking out and, like, sucking them down and, like, all the barrels, like, it started, like, I mean, sucking like everything right into right um, um, fuck, what's It was name? the tuning fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would think that, like, if all that's all it takes, like. Yeah, just touching like, them. Boop. Right. <laughs> Like, you would think that, yeah, why would it go crazy like that? Why would the start... tall man came in there with, like, a fucking battle axe and just cut everybody? <laughs> right. You know? He could have done a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do like, I do like. Running the, was hard like, for him because it was a smaller suit. And he big was shoes. Like, <laughs> lifted shoes. So yeah, big ass shoes. 
Those are sweet heels, bro. Yeah. <laughs> those same ones from, do you remember I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? Yeah. Yeah, there was those. But yeah, no, those they're not shoes. the same ones from I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. <laughs> they didn't have the goldfish in them. Aquarium. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> goldfish in the bitches. Yeah, it's funny. That's always what his shoes made me think of, though, was that movie. <laughs> that movie's um, great. Because, yeah, whenever they would interview Angus, he would always talk about wearing, like, the platforms for that movie just to be taller. But then I guess in, like, other scenes, like, I guess it depends on the movie, too. They, like, raised and lowered the height of his shoes. Oh, nice. On, like, how <laughs> I mean, dude was already, like, 6'4". Yeah, he was a big dude. So yeah. it's like, you want a little guy to start yeah. off with, so you raise him up. It's like, Not damn, tall son. enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the tall and, man's got to be six five, son. And it's wild too because he he actually he's in in quite a bit of the fifth one, and by then he was like old as fuck. Like he was probably ninety. Oh yeah, or he something. had to have been. And he no, was, I think he died at like eighty nine. He died like right after they finished filming of that. Uh, and so yeah. he was like eighty nine doing. Yeah, movie. but Damn. he killed it, man. He nails it in the movie, and you're like, God damn, how does this dude kill this so awesome? Like an it, like pro. 90, you know what I mean? Like still being a badass. You know, it's like. like it's Anthony crazy. Hopkins, old as fuck, still nailing shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at some of these guys, you know, like um, Bill Mosley, who's still gonna, who's always awesome, and no matter what he's in, um, or professionals, man, that's what they are. Yeah, or even a Kane Hodder, you know, who'll probably do what he does until he's a hundred years old. Sure, right, and he'll always do that stuff. You know, some of these guys, I just feel like they'll just go forever. You know, and and Anger Scrim was that guy. So sucks that he's gone because I would have loved to have seen like even more of them. It's a shame that they had to start while he was already so old. I would have liked oh, to have yeah. met him. Yeah, yeah, because he seems like such a cool fucking guy too. Yeah, you know, like, like the intro to this movie, he yeah. was like just chill, laid back. Like, well, that's what people said. They they've always said that like Anger Scrim was like one of the nicest dudes you could ever meet, like super friendly or whatever. And I'm like, oh man, you know, that's one guy I, like would have loved to have met at like a convention or whatever. And For sure, just like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Did he do the convention circuits? He did. Yeah, yeah, he used to do that stuff. He used to love doing the character of the tall oh, man nice. stuff because, like, I mean, you got to imagine if you get the chance to do a character like that, you're like, oh, oh this is the coolest. Yeah. You gotta know, appreciate like, it. Yeah, yeah, this is the Yo, coolest th- thing. Th- this fucking character made my fucking career. So. Yeah, sure. plus it was for, like, a visionary director at the time. The movie was, like, immensely successful. You know, like, it was a big deal. Yeah, I think, like, I would assume that, like, he had, like... Did, was he, pro- like, a prolific actor? Like He was. He, yeah, he Because he was already old languages. at this time. Yeah. So I would assume that he, like was already in a shit ton of movies. Probably kind of like a Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Yeah, he, exactly. yeah, that's a great parallel because that's kind of like how it was. So, like, Angus Grimm did a lot of, like, uh, he was in movies. He was in quite a few movies and stuff, but he also did a lot of, like, you know, uh, stage work, stuff like that. Like, he's very, like, accomplished guy, whatever. Yeah. Like I said, like, knew lots of languages. Like, he, he was very, like, very intelligent, very whatever. But what was cool about him is he was also down for whatever. So, right. like, you know, if you gave him a crazy idea, he would be like, ooh, this Let's sounds awesome. Shit. You know what I mean? Like, this sounds like it would be awesome. Some, uh, a lot of fun or whatever. Yeah, that's awesome. So you got to respect guys yeah, like that. That's great. Because like Donald Pleasance was very similar. Like he was already a very accomplished by the time actor Halloween. by the time Halloween came around. Yeah, and I, I mean, his it, daughter talked him into doing that. And you got to yeah. think, too. I think too, what it was was he was like, I ain't going to do this shit. And his daughter was like, why not? And he was like, okay. And you got to wonder, too, like how <laughs> successful would Halloween have been if Donald Pleasance wasn't in it? Because he really made that fucking movie. Sure. I mean, yeah. He was the star of that movie. I mean, people say, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis, but like. He's the through line of the entire. And franchise. he's he's really all the drama in the movie. Like oh, all yeah. his lines are all like six oh times, six times. No, seven. I times. shot him six times. <laughs> yeah. Seven. You know, God was it the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was like all of his stuff is just so you it's know so heightened and so fun. perfect. Yeah. And same with Angus. You know, like yeah. I can't imagine anyone else doing the boy. Right. And, uh, you know, none of his. And I always thought Angus was from like Europe or something. No, he was born in America, dude. Yeah. yeah. Just a cool ass dude, like, man. Damn. Yeah, he was just. It's just his dude. name and the way like he sounds. I thought sure. he was like 
Do you know what's funny? European do you know actor. Do you know another movie I always remembered him from, but it's a stupid movie? But what? he did have a bit part, and it was, uh, do you remember that movie with Pam Anderson called Barbed Wire that came out in the 90s? Yeah. Remember that? He he had this bit part as like some sort of like syndicate leader, and he was like the boss, like the big bad boss, and it was Angus Grimm, and he had like a mechanical robot arm with like a claw on no it. No shit. Yeah, it was like this little bit part, but I always thought it was super cool that he That's like hilarious. did that little cameo. And I'm like, oh shit, it's the fucking tall man. Look at him. <laughs> nice. And he's got like a robot arm. This is awesome. He's like, I don't give a shit. I mean, the movie wasn't great, but like yeah, it was still cool it. to see him in it, you know? But yeah. Random shit. Well, Phantasm is absolutely classic, I think. Yeah. I think that's I, the bottom I, line. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. yeah. And how long, I mean, have you seen it like a long time ago or it just yeah, been a I long would, time? Like, I yeah. would have been a kid. Like, mm. That's why it's like it's so good that it like it took me by surprise and yeah. how good it was and how like like this is a movie like I'm surprised I didn't just keep watching yeah like, like throughout right? my life. I yeah. also think it hits you different at different ages, right? Because sure. it's one of those movies that when you watch it as an adult, you appreciate so much more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you watch so so many things, you watch as a kid, you watch you know for the gore or for the kill sure. scenes or for oh, the whatever. Course, yeah. But like when you're an adult and you watch it, you like you're like, damn, you know, this music is like really good Solid. here, or like this editing is like really sharp, or mm-hmm. you know, and you really pick up those things you didn't see. So. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to see the sequels. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, granted, they they could get fucking silly as fuck. But They're all good. director or no? Uh, I, Don has something to do with all of them. Okay. So, yeah, he wrote all of them. So they're all like, they all follow like the same oh, continuous cool. plot. Nice. It does get a little off the rails, but it kind of like, it, yeah. it kind of brings things back a little bit in the fifth one, but it also kind of raises more questions too. So that's just, you know, I mean, that's how Phantasm was. I wouldn't have expected him to wrap it up in a bow. Sure. And, you know, say, there you go. That's all of it. You know, so I expect that that's oh, yeah, I mean, what it like- is. Most franchises can't stay on the Wrap it up yeah. in a bow, and at the, the last five minutes of the final Phantasm, it's like the director, what's his name, Don? Don Coscarelli. Don's yeah. reading a book like Princess Bride. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> right. kid, like, wait a Or like they, they just have Angus Scrim in like this 10-minute exposition scene at the end, just explain everything he was doing. Like, oh, here were my motivations. I've and this been is, fucking with you guys yeah. the whole time. Boy. Yeah. Like, why there there is that? a little bit of that, but it's kind of spread out yeah, throughout. Right. The movie, so at least there's that. Motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So let's go into our final ratings. What do you give it? Nine. What's your scale? Is one it to like ten. One to a one? To, just a regular one to ten. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know you guys did that. Right now, it's a one to ten. We it's haven't really figured out where we want to take it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give it. What'd you say? A nine? I'm giving it a nine. Right, now, think, when you give it your review score, how do you, are you basing that like for the time? Or are you basing that like, or as a whole, like generally? For me, like, like mine changes depending on. Mainly genre. Okay, that um, makes sense. So for me, and this sort, like, I don't even know where to place this fucking movie, but it's like yeah. horror sci-fi yeah, kind, of kind of thing. Of, yeah. So like for me, like this is just solid. The people gave a shit. Yeah. Like I'm giving this like super high a nine. Yeah. I mean, like, I was gonna give it like an eight, man. You know, like. What does it lose two points on? What does it lose two points on? I mean, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's a good question. If you're gonna give it an eight, I mean, it has to it, lose. Like, two, like, right? I, I put it like this: <laughs> it's not, it lose two points because, like, even my favorite movie, yeah. like Halloween, I'll, I'll only give that a nine. I'm not gonna give. It really? A you don't have any ten out of tens? Like, there's a no. few that I would give ten out of tens to. Ten. For me, giving Only something a ten is like <laughs> to me like Battlefield a, Earth. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Tremors yeah. four. I just yeah. love I just love Travolta. <laughs> yeah, right. I love so him so good. much. Saturday night, Battlefield Earth. <laughs> yeah. But now if I, you so you're saying eight out of ten, no, you think? I I'll say eight out of ten because I mean to me it's I mean, entertainment wise, stuff like that. I mean, 
it's not really that I see anything wrong with this movie. Mm. It's just... Is there anything you think it needs more of or less of? Because mm. it's short. It's only like right at 90 minutes. Yeah, I think it's, it's like, like 88, 89 minutes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you like my perspective. Like that, the acting just isn't the best. Like it's not bad. Well, they're all, a lot of them are first timers. Right. Yeah. Right. So like, but that's going to take yeah. away from me. Sure. Right. So yeah. like a 10, I'm trying to like think of something that could kind of be in this genre. Like the fly would probably be a 10 for me or like jaws i know that's not the same but yeah no like, i i would i i kind of like maybe i even say poltergeist poltergeist is it's almost a perfect one. haunted yeah. house movie right. um or even like, um, so there's like, a there's, few there's elements of this movie that just aren't like you could tell this is like more indie side sure. like and like they're trying to figure things yeah, out yeah like to, to um, me what took points away would be just like the whole aesthetic of like you really got to pay attention and yeah. you don't really have your questions answered. But like I said, it's not a bad thing. You know, you're not sure what you saw. Like yeah, right. you, you know, kind of like, you kind of try to weigh it out and you're like, right. by the end of it, you don't <laughs> yeah. know where you were on this ride. Right. Like yeah. what, what really happened? What didn't happen? And I'm like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's a good thing. Sure. But it's kind of like, there was a lot of that shit, but like to agree with Phil, like, you know, the acne, cause they were first timers, but it right. is what it is. I think they did all right. You know, they did mm-hmm. good for what it was. We've seen far worse than fucking. Yeah, it's not bad, but enough to make me believe. But it. it's yeah. not no. great by right. any means. And that's what I say. Like to me, throw an eight at this movie. That's pretty fucking good. I'm not saying it's though. unfair. I'm just asking. Yeah. He's always yeah. lower. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, I don't no, think it's a bad. No, no, I guess yeah. that's not true. Like, yeah, you are. No, sometimes we've gone equal. <laughs> Which, or, what you you try to give something a two? What was it? Was it Puppet Master? It might have been Puppet might've Master. Been, yeah. It might have been something recent. No, I would have agreed with you. I told you you couldn't give it a two. I think we agreed on Puppet Master two. Yeah, but it's yeah. like three is better at least. I probably tried to give something a two, but I was probably like this movie's garbage. It's been a long time for like me to be that disappointed in movie. Yeah, Puppet Master. Or two. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I told he told me the same thing. I told him like three is better. Three yeah. is actually helps redeem it a little okay. bit. And um, thing, like one and three are my two favorites of the Puppet Masters. Series. I like the first one. Yeah, the first one's cool. Um, but yeah, this movie? if I if I have to rate this, this is a hard one for me. I I want to give it a ten because it's like one of my favorite horror sure. movies of all time. Not only that, but one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really hard one. I'd probably have to give it a 9 out of 10. It's almost perfect. So what lost a point? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I, I actually agree with Phil. Um, I think that the only thing that really detracts from it uh, was just simply the fact that the actors themselves were unexperienced. Mm. But it doesn't actually detract from it enough to, to really make a, a dent in the, yeah, in no, the entertainment factor. No. But you can still tell that in certain scenes that like some of the lines are a little wooden. Yep. But it does. It, it, they're still always believable. So that's why it's not like if they were really, really stiff, I would brought, brought it down to like a seven. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because even with the best storyline, if your actors suck, it's not going to yeah, convey it across. Completely You're not you conveying out, the yeah. emotion and but all that. But they still made me believe that this was going on. They Their reactions mm-hmm. were genuine because that that's what I liked about it. I felt like most reactions in the movie, even if the lines were, were kind of wooden sometimes, the reactions were genuine. Right. Like when Mike gets the car dropped on him, he's like, what the fuck? Right. When, you know, when the tall man talks to Jody, he's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like yeah. those reactions were very real oh, and yeah. those were very natural things. But, but yeah, I agree. I, I, I'd probably say a nine out of 10. And just because... Maybe that and that, um, and I hate to like that we're just talking about the one things that are bad about it, but like, yeah. but everything else is so good, yeah, you know. Good. Like right, yeah. the the atmosphere is amazing. The soundtrack is unbelievable. The oh, yeah. the oh, cinematography yeah. is killer. Yep. Like everything about it is so good. Um, and so many people that haven't seen it should totally check I mean, it out. Like I said, like me. Oh, definitely. If you haven't seen this movie, yeah, like do yourself the favor and go it's watch iconic. It. Like like yeah. Phil 
sees things with different eyes than I do. Sure. You see things with different eyes than I do. I go into this purely for entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was fucking entertained. I enjoyed it. And like, yeah, we well, and that's important. That's, that's, yeah, that's the, the number one thing all movies have to do, thing, right? And is entertain like, you, right? With, with, with the acting. Okay, you could tell they were inexperienced, but sure. I'm not going to like dock them a shitload of points over it. No. Like, yeah. hey, man, like, you, you did what you had to do. And they yeah. also get a lot better too yeah. as the series goes. And so. that's, I'm looking forward to going down this rabbit hole of Me phantasm. Too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And two is going to be a weird visit. Just because uh, of the yeah. whole mic thing, uh-huh. but uh, after that, it's gonna go back to okay. normal. It's well, feels it feels just, really good to see grown up real know. mic come yeah. back let's in part three. three. <laughs> no, <laughs> two is really good though, and two has some awesome yeah. effects. So I mean, I, we'll, check that we'll, out. We'll go down this rabbit hole but for sure. I'm, I'm I don't care that they change the actor, and like I said, it would be different if they changed the actor for two because something to store him. But also, it kind of makes sense given to what how we ended this one, what's real and what's not. Yeah, but I mean, it makes it makes a lot less change, sure, but. but it makes a lot less sense than when you watch three and the original Mike <laughs> yeah, is exactly. back, and then you watch four and the original Mike is back, exactly. and you watch it's five and the original Mike is back, you and you're like, you, you think if 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 we watch this, it's an anomaly in '88 or whenever the two comes sure, out, yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, oh shit, you know, it's a whole different fucking thing, man. Sure, what the hell? yeah, I mean, I watched two right before three came out because, like I said, three came out in like '94, and when I was a kid, I first saw Phantasm when I was about 12 or 13. So that this was around like '92, 90, '93. Yeah, so I, I watched Phantasm one, then Phantasm two, which was still relatively new. It was only mm-hmm. maybe four years old. So when Phantasm three came out, it was kind of like, oh shit, Mike's back. You know what I mean? It was a kind of a big deal. Right, yeah. Like so, but when you watch them now, I guess it's sort of different because you just watch them as one big thing. Yeah, it's but probably yeah, a little more jarring. Yeah. yeah, it was like, what the fuck? Right. You know, like <laughs> I, you'd think they would bring the guy from two back, but then they bring back the original Mike, and it's like, hey, well, that's cool though. So Hell yeah. yeah. Great series. Definitely looking forward to it. You want to plug us out, Steve? Nope. Actually, <laughs> to. Bracey, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I really don't have much going on at the moment. Uh, it's been so busy at the end of the holidays. I was trying to finish up the last season of the of the reviews on YouTube. Um, those are finished up for the year. I don't know when if and when those are ever going to start back up again because things are really busy and mm. you know with COVID and all that stuff going on and work, it's crazy. So right now we're just kind of staying in, watching horror movies, playing video games. And but even then, you still alive. have a long catalog you could go, yeah. everyone could go through. So Very, very true. So uh, there, there's like, you know, a couple, like a hundred or so or more episodes up there to get through. So there's a bunch of them. If you like that kind of stuff, yeah. feel free. So get to it! Yeah. And, and they're the short. Channel, like, <laughs> did the channel what? name changed? No, it's it's just my names because like a few years back when like Google bought YouTube and all uh-huh. that stuff, they kind of like made you switch your name. So, oh yeah, to yeah. your name. To like whatever your name was. Yeah. So now it's actually kind of easy. It ended up being a blessing in disguise because now I can just tell tell people just search for my name on eBay. Sure. Or, I mean on eBay <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> I'm also on eBay too. So. Nice. But uh, but now if they're if they're on YouTube, so now it's easy. I don't have to tell them right. to look for specific games. I can just say oh just search my name and boom, it all comes right up. So it's Fantastic. really easy to do. Yep. Well, tell them. Huh? Oh, well, Can they already know. Bracey. Shit, it's uh, it's uh, B-R-A-C-E-Y. You can just look me up on YouTube. You'll right. see the channel. It's just under there as Bracey M. It'll be in the uh, description anyways. Doesn't yeah. matter. So you'll be good. Now you plug us out, you sack of shit. <laughs> now I ain't gonna say a goddamn thing because we'll you're sit a here. fucking mean-ass motherfucker. Guess I'll sit, what? I'll sit here in silence. Five seconds of silence for whoever died in this movie. You ready? Go. You know I'm gonna cut this out, right? <laughs> you just fucked up now, son. <laughs> you're supposed to have a moment of silence for these departed souls. For Jody. You fucker. Yeah, for Jody. Because the whole fucking hour and 25 minutes I thought he was alive, but he was dead. What? Fuck you! <laughs> Done. Sinelli, whatever your last name is. 
Coscarelli. Coscarelli. Italian restaurant. But anyway, feel free to <laughs> like us, follow us, subscribe. Actually, we want your fucking recommendations, and we want some damn reviews. I'm tired of telling you this shit, so now it's getting serious. <laughs> you gonna cut this shit out, Phil? No, I'm not. Because I'm, I'm gonna fucking get real with you, son. Send your recommendations to our Facebook page. You can review us on uh, Are you just Apple asking Podcast. for, like, movie recommendations? Is yeah. That yeah. Nice. Okay. I've, I've been nice about this for, like, two fucking months. <laughs> well, now the real shit's coming out. <laughs> we and got I'm a getting few. fucking real. I'm about to kneecap Phil with Jesus. a fucking Billy Club. Yeah, <laughs> just FYI, if you, guys, if you guys totally run out of ideas, there's also a shuffle button on Plex, so you could just hit shuffle and see what the list says. Well, here's the thing. So, <laughs> that's fair enough. That's what I do when I can't I figure can't out what I can't Billy Club these people, yeah. so I got to Billy Club you, Phil. Please, God. <laughs> so you better send us a fucking recommendation well, like that you I want said, us to review. You can, send, you can send your recommendations to our Facebook page. If you want to give us a review, you can either do that on... Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, or Facebook. Uh, we also have a podcast inside the podcast called Fear for Brains, which is going to be making a comeback in the beginning of 2021. Ooh, what's that one about? Cryptids. Well, we talk about like it's kind of just a like oddities podcast. So like we just talk about weird stuff. So not just like, anything movie specific, but like no, anything. it's not movies at all. Oh, it's cool. Just like um, so like like local legends. Oh, uh, like ghost story types. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that stories, would be cool as shit. I would come back for one of those one day if you. Ever yeah, heard. absolutely. Like if, if yeah. you have any stories, oh, I got some cool ones. Yeah, share it. You know, yeah. like oh, shit yeah. like that, or we'll, like yeah, we'll have you on. Yeah, that sounds fun. One of the upcoming or whenever you're free. Uh, we're, we do those. We're going to be doing that once a month for the next year. So, Ooh, all right. yeah. Uh, if you want to send any of your personal stories or if you just want to send me in the direction of any stories you know of, you can email us at trashforbrains at gmail.com. That's trash, F E R brains at gmail.com. That's right. Because Phil's tired of looking at spam mail on that. Because <laughs> you people don't ever say shit. <laughs> and I'm going to come to your house and haunt you. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All right, I'm out. Goodbye. Have a good night. See ya.